What it essentially boils down to is this. Focus on adopting habits that enhance your life rather than adding habits that control your life because it's not healthy if it's not balanced. What's up guys? Welcome back. Welcome to it. If you're new, thank you so much for being here. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful that you clicked on today's episode. I don't like to overuse the word obsessed, but you guys are obsessed with the nine to five content and like the that girl content. And so I'm going to keep doing what you guys love. (laughs) And um, so we're back today with another that girl inspired episode, nine to five inspired episode, putting the two together for how to be that girl while working your nine to five part two. The part one of this is probably my most listened to episode. So of course I have to make a part two. I recorded that original part one shortly after I started my nine to five and I've learned a lot since then. I've changed a lot since then, kind of trial and error with different habits and tips and tricks. So I thought that I'd give you guys an updated episode of how to be that girl while working your nine to five. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share something pretty exciting with you guys. I've recently gotten back into TikTok for good this time, I swear. I kind of dabbled in TikTok, okay, like the past couple months, and I told myself when I moved to Annapolis that I was going to start my TikTok and that was six months ago and I'm tired of being the type of person that's like, oh, I, you know, it's something that I've always wanted to do, but I just never did it. It's like, okay, what's stopping you? Literally nothing's stopping me. I just haven't done it yet. So I switched my TikTok username from Lily Rico to 8020pod because I just feel like it's more beneficial to have a TikTok for the podcast rather than having it for like my personal brand. I was like, if people stumble across the TikTok, Rather than it just being some random girl, it's a podcast that they see in the username. So maybe they're more likely to come and listen to the show. So if you're coming from TikTok, what's up? Special shout out to you. Send me a message and let me know which TikTok brought you here and um, how you stumbled upon it. If it was just like a for you page thing, a hashtag or whatnot. I'm just trying to figure out what the best, I guess, way to play with the algorithm is. So let me know how you found my TikTok. So anyway. I kept telling myself that I was going to do all these like cool mini series on TikTok and vlogs and this, that, and the other thing. And I was having a conversation with my coworkers and we're trying to push TikTok for one of the brands that we market for. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go pedal to the metal, zero to a hundred. And I'm just going to make a bunch of TikToks. I'm like, I'm already on my phone pretty much all day, every day anyway. And we're going to do it. So am I kind of late to the game? Yes. But does it matter? No. Needless to say, if you haven't followed 8020 on TikTok, you totally should because that is where you can find some fun content. Also, for those of you who used to watch me on YouTube as well, you might enjoy some of the content over on the tic- over on my TikTok because I'm starting to do mini day in my life vlogs. I just have to record the voiceover for like three of them and then they're all going to go live. So if you miss my vlogs, which I'll probably never come back to YouTube. But if you want to see little day in my life vlogs, they'll be on my TikTok. So that's exciting. That's kind of it for the announcements today. I won't bore you guys too much with my TikTok talking. And today's episode's pretty jam-packed anyway, with a lot of good 
content, so I figured that we just jump on into it. Um, as far as our segments go today, I do have a couple current favorites for you guys, so I thought that I'd rattle those off. Go Macro made this new bar. I don't know if it's new. It's new to me, but it's the oatmeal chocolate chip bar. You guys, it is amazing. It tastes like a chocolate chip cookie, and it's nut-free. I love nuts, and I probably eat them too much. I joke that I'm turning into an almond because I have so much almond butter, and I was like, you know what? I should probably find a bar that doesn't have nuts in it. It's not like it's a bad thing. I mean, if you want to eat almond butter all day long, go for it. I, I do the same, but I'm like, I should probably cut back on the almond butter. So I started to look for bars that don't have nuts in them, and this Go Macro bar that is oatmeal chocolate chip flavored is super yummy. So I've been eating that very frequently lately. Another current favorite of mine is kind of a random one, but it's a song and it's called Girl on Fire by Cameron Marlowe. It's a country song. I probably have listened to this song a hundred times. I don't think I'm exaggerating. I probably listened to it at least three times on my way to work every morning and it takes like 15 minutes to get to work so like do the math and I don't know what it is about that song but it just just something about it just sounds so good to me you know when you can't explain why you like the sound of something but you just do and you can't stop listening to it that's how I am with this song so go listen I'll leave it linked in the show notes it's called Girl on Fire Cameron Marlowe I would sing like a little bit for you guys but you probably don't want to hear that so just go click the link in the show notes and I'll you guys can listen to it. Let me know what you think. Last favorite is a habit. And it's something that I started to do because I do work in marketing, if you guys don't know. And my screen time is just through the roof. It's embarrassing. And by the end of the day, my brain is fried. My eyes are so tired from the blue light. I do wear blue light glasses. Even then, like you just get to a point where like I cannot stand to look at another screen. So after work, what I've been doing is either leaving my phone in the car for the first 30 to 60 minutes of being home, or I will simply just come home, put my phone on the charger and turn it off, or I will put it in a drawer or just do something to make sure that I don't get on my phone for the first 30 to 60 minutes after work. And that is simply just so I can give myself a break, a mental break, because my job kind of overlaps into my life. My coworkers and I often laugh about work-life balance. And if you guys listened to my episode from about a month ago with Austin, um, the founder of Daily, which is one of the companies that I work for, we'll get more into my job, maybe specifics in like a different episode. Also, those day in the life TikToks will give you guys good insight into what I do in a day because it's just so much. It's like hard to explain. I'd rather show you than tell you. But anyway, um, I work for a social media company and we often joke about how work-life balance doesn't necessarily exist because our work is about our life because we work for a social media company. The line is definitely blurry, but one thing that's been really helpful for my mind and my body is just to decompress after work by going phone-free. And it's super nice too if you're coming home to maybe your roommates or you're coming home to your significant other or even your family. If you are plugged in still from work, it's hard to kind of get out of that work mindset even though you're home. That was a good segue into today's topic, which is how to be that girl while working your nine to five, 
you guys know the that girl trend. I feel like I don't have to explain it by now, but I have a, I guess, philosophy on the that girl trend. I really try to think of it as inspirational rather than telling people how they should live their lives. I think that the that girl trend is super inspiring and motivating and I just love that being healthy is trendy. I think that there's nothing wrong with that. We all know that social media is a breeding ground for comparison and that is not at all what my content is ever about. I think that it's really easy to compare your real human life to someone on TikTok or Instagram that's showing like how they do their that girl morning routine and it's like picture perfect and the green juice and the yoga and this that and the other thing and we're all very 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 well aware that that video is curated for the that girl trend to go viral we all know that there's no question about that not like there's anything wrong with those videos because they're super fun to watch and super aesthetically pleasing but they're unrealistic that's not to say that the that girl trend is bad because i personally love it we've established this what it essentially boils down to is this Focus on adopting habits that enhance your life rather than adding habits that control your life because it's not healthy if it's not balanced. If there's anything that I've learned for the past six months, it's that working full-time and also taking care of yourself full-time is a crazy balance, but you have to do these little habits to take care of yourself in order to feel good in your job, in your social life, in your relationships, in your family. So there's no perfect formula to this, but these tips, tricks, habits, call it what you want, are things that I think are important when it comes to caring for your mind, your body, and your soul while working your full-time job. I've divided them into categories a little bit to make it easy. The first category is things that you can do for your mind. The second category is things that you can do for your body. And the third category is things that you can do for your soul. There's some overlap in there, but I think that this was kind of just a fun way to organize them and kind of keep me on track as I ramble on for the next however many minutes. So you guys already know that I am really big into streamlining my routines and one product that has absolutely changed the game when it comes to streamlining my routines is Athletic Greens AG1. So most people take some sort of multivitamin and it's important to choose one that has super high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And that's one of the main reasons why I love and take AG1. With just one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that will help you start your day right. It's time to reclaim your health and your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop into water every day. That's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash 8020. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash 8020 to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So let's go ahead and jump right into it, shall we? So category number one is things that you can do for your mind. I, to be completely candid, I've wrestled with positive mindset for the past couple months. I guess we'll just get really 
vulnerable in this episode just right out of the gate. Um, I recently went through a breakup and I won't get into too many of the details, but I do think that a lot of my self-worth came from positive affirmations from another person. Something that I will always be so grateful for in that relationship is that he made it a point to remind me that I am beautiful, that I am loved, etc, etc. And I think that when we went our separate ways, a lot of my confidence dwindled. And I didn't realize that a lot of my confidence didn't come from me. It came from another person. Anyway, I'm telling you guys all this because I think that we have to be the ones to tell ourselves who we are rather than hearing it from somebody else all the time. And it starts with the way that you talk to yourself. So kindness is key. The way that you talk to yourself absolutely matters. I had to and I'm in the process of figuring out who I am as an individual and that starts with the things that I tell myself, the things that I believe about myself. I was going through this phase and I think I'm coming out on the other side of it but I was going through this phase where I was just really really fucking mean to myself and I had this thought the other day and I was like if I just stand up in a room with all the people that I know, every everybody that I know, like my family members, my friends, my coworkers, family friends, if I had to stand up in front of everybody, I mean, people who, you know, boys who I've had crushes on, like literally everybody that I know, and I had to go on a microphone, I, is that not what this podcast is? Wow. If I, if I had to stand up in front of everybody that I know and say these things that I was telling myself, say these mean things in front of everybody that I know, like I believe X, Y, and Z about myself, it would just sound crazy. It would sound embarrassing. It would be so embarrassing for me to stand up in front of everybody that I know and say that I believe blah, blah, blah about myself. Like I would probably hurt their feelings. I think that that's just an interesting way to evaluate the things that you say to yourself if you wouldn't actually say it out loud to another person that I believe XYZ about me, you probably shouldn't say it to yourself. Another good rule of thumb is that if you wouldn't say it to your sister or your best friend or your mom, you should not say it about yourself. Moving on, be okay with every day looking different. I feel like the landscape of nine to fives is not necessarily as nine to five-y as it once was now that we can kind of work from home or work hybrid, Like we talked about before, work-life balance is definitely kind of tricky. So learning to be okay with every day looking different and having a flexible routine is key. To give you guys some context, I work for a marina, a construction company, and a startup. Those three things have nothing and everything to do with one another all at the same time. (laughs) So being flexible... And giving myself grace if plans change or if I, you know, went to bed super late and I overslept and missed my alarm and missed my workout and how we're going to adapt and overcome that. And learning little ways to change my state in a matter of seconds or minutes has been an incredible tool that I can use. 
I'm glad that this doesn't happen too frequently, but I used to be very, very controlling of my schedule and I didn't allow myself a lot of flexibility. But when I realized that not everything has to be planned out to a T, my life got a lot easier. Last item for the mind, I recommend that everybody reads more books. Read more books. (laughs) It sounds really silly and really simple and I hate to sit here and tell you guys to read, but... If your job is anything like mine, your screen time's through the roof. We already kind of chatted about this, but I've personally just been loving picking up a book before bed. It really helps to calm me down and helps me sleep better. Moving into the body category, these are things that you guys have probably heard me talk about a million times, but cook from home more often. My weekly goal is to eat at least three home-cooked meals every week, and then I'll eat the leftovers for lunch. I really make it a point to cook the food that I buy and have a recipe ready to go when I do go to the grocery store or like I'll figure out what recipes I want to make that week and then go to the grocery store based on the recipes so I'm not wasting food and wasting money. By cooking from home, you connect with your food a little bit more, you appreciate it a little bit more. It's fun to do, put on a nice podcast, maybe pour yourself a glass of wine and just enjoy the art of creating a really, really yummy meal for yourself. Next, super obvious, but make sure you're getting enough sleep. Rarely do I compromise the eight hours. I found that when my body is on a very regular schedule, I sleep a lot better. So I typically wake up around the same time every day and typically go to bed around the same time every day. And by doing this, I just feel much better in all aspects of my life. So rarely do I compromise these eight hours unless I get, you know, a really good invitation to go do something else. Eight hours is pretty much my sweet spot, but I recommend that you guys trial and error with your own sleep schedule and figure out what works best for you. This next tip could kind of fall into any one of these categories or maybe it it overlaps a little bit because it is something that you do with your body. I thought that I put it in this category, but breath work is incredibly beneficial. Even if you're just sitting at work and something feels a little bit off, a little bit funky, check in with your breathing. Are you breathing through your mouth? Are you breathing through your nose? Are you breathing from your chest or from your stomach? Maybe do a little box breathing. Just check in with your breath. See what's going on. You would be surprised at how much can change when you focus on your breath. Last item in the body category is to dress your body up in clothing that makes you feel good. It's no secret that if you have a fire outfit on, you feel amazing. You feel untouchable. So what if every day you could go to work or go to school or go to class feeling absolutely untouchable? I'm real big into kind of more of a capsule wardrobe. So I have a color palette that I try to stick to. This is really really helped me when trying to update like my work business casual wardrobe i typically do like neutrals greens blues and i really don't stray too far from that um but check out zara uh revolve has some cute stuff nordstrom honestly a lot of my work clothes come from surf shops which is really surprising but i've had good luck there like south moon under um in ocean city quiet storm k coast are a couple good ones. We're going to go ahead and move into our last category, soul. Make sure you start your day slow. I 
like to be a morning workout person. There's nothing better than having your workout done in the morning. But I will say the mornings that I work out first thing without even doing like a meditation first, I'm kind of a little bit more high stress throughout the day. And maybe that's because I'm going to F45. So it's like loud music, it's fast, it's hit. And maybe that's just a lot of cortisol first thing in the morning. But I've kind of been slowing down with that type of workout in the morning and doing something a little more calming like Pilates or yoga and making sure that I do a meditation first. I drink my lemon water and just start slow, kind of easing into my day rather than rolling out of bed, lacing up my tennis shoes and doing something fast paced. I would definitely say trial and error with what works for you, but starting your day slow has kind of been a very good addition to my morning. Next tip is to make sure your space caters to the type of atmosphere that you wanna have throughout your day. So take your desk at work, for example. Maybe you decorate it a certain way to reflect how you want to feel throughout the day. Maybe you have certain things there, whether it's like tools or items or books that inspire you. Maybe you work near other people that inspire and motivate you. Whatever it is, make sure that your space is a positive place to be. Same thing goes in your home as well. I think that if you're coming home from a long day at work and your house is an absolute mess, there's like shit everywhere, it really hinders that wind down period. So if you keep your space tidy in the morning, you can come home to a nice clean house, start to enjoy your night, cook your dinner, go on a walk, whatever you do after work. And last but not least, being social is good for the soul. For too, too long, I said no to activities because it didn't align with my schedule because the activity maybe didn't fit into a specific category that I thought that I needed to fall into and I missed out and in this season of being that girl working my nine to five I'm no longer saying no without a good reason great example just the other night I said yes to an activity that kept me out until like three four in the morning was I tired yeah did I rally and go to work yeah because that's just kind of what you do Do I recommend that every night? No, absolutely not. Was it fun? Of course. Obviously, use your best judgment, but don't deprive yourself of fun experiences and memories made with friends just because it doesn't like fit into your schedule perfectly or like you might be tired the next day. Obviously, if you have like a big meeting or like a big project due, it's a judgment call. It really is a judgment call. But go have fun. Like you're literally in your 20s. You're never going to be this young and this free ever again. So go enjoy yourself. Make some memories. Make new friends. And have a freaking blast doing it. All right, you guys. That is going to be it for today's episode. I really, really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to leave a rate and review. That just helps more people find and listen to the show. Be sure to check out all my socials. I'll have them linked in the show notes. I love you guys so, so much. Have a great week and I will talk to you next Thursday.